There has always been a battle between light and darkness. Satan hates God and fights against his work. It is vital that God's people recognize their place in this conflict and are equipped for spiritual warfare in our day. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open God's Word and prepare for the front lines. We are told in the Word of God that the Lord has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. That means you have everything you need in Jesus Christ. I don't know of anywhere that that picture is more beautifully seen than in Ephesians chapter 6 in this whole armor of God. Remember, it's all about Jesus. The belt of truth, that's Christ. Uh, breastplate of righteousness, that's Christ. Shield of faith, that's Christ. Uh, preparation of the gospel of peace, that's Christ. And today we come to two more beautiful pieces in this Roman soldier's uh, armor and arsenal uh, that are beautiful symbols of what we have in Jesus Christ. Now, it's just an object lesson. There's some things that are not the same. For example, in my reading and research, I found that these Roman soldiers only showered about once a week. Let's hope that's not the same today, right? Uh, but the, the point is that each piece of this armor is a picture of some spiritual reality we have in Christ that we must then put on, we must take, and we must utilize. We've come to that section of the armor where we are literally arming ourselves for the battle, not for defense, not just to stay safe and be secure ourselves, but to advance, to, to engage in the fight, the offensive part of the, of the armor. And so we've discovered that all of the offensive part has to do with the Word of God. First of all, our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So we learn that we have God's Word on our feet. Uh, that gives us the foundation that's necessary to stand. We're standing in the gospel, but it's also functional in that uh, these, these uh, sandals that the Roman soldier would wear were thickly studded so they would gain traction. Why? They were going to charge. They were running. They were climbing mountains. That's a picture of what we're supposed to do with the gospel, whatever it takes to get the gospel to all people. But then we not only have the Word of God on our feet, we have the Word of God in our mind and in our hand. We've come today to Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 17, where the Bible says, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Again, I say to you, all of this is about the Word. The Word is on my feet. I'm carrying it. The Word is on my head. It's guarding my mind. And the Word is in my hand. It is the sword of the Spirit that I'm going to use. So let's look at each of these today. First of all, we have God's Word in our mind. That's the helmet of salvation. Now, certainly that means that you need to know for sure you're saved. For years, I heard people teach that the helmet of salvation meant that you know you're saved and you have the assurance of salvation. And I, I say amen to that. You must know that you've been born again. Uh, Jesus said, Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. First John said, These things have I written unto you, that ye may know that you have eternal life. Uh, the Lord doesn't want you to live with a question mark. He wants you to live with an exclamation point. But I want to suggest to you today that the helmet of salvation is not simply just about you knowing for sure you're saved. If it was, it seems like strategically it should have been listed first. Why would it be so far down in this list if it is the beginning point of just knowing for sure you're saved. 
Well, let me give you another portion of Scripture that may shed some light on it. Go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 with me for just a moment. Now you remember that the Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Thessalonica with one great objective, and that was to get them ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. In fact, that's the whole purpose of 1 Thessalonians, to tell them Jesus is coming, get ready. Well, listen to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse number 8, because I think this verse will shed some light. The Bible says, But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, here's the expression, the hope of salvation. Now what is hope? Hope is something for the future. Hope is something I look forward to. Hope is, is something that is yet to come. He goes on to say in verse 9, For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with Him. I believe that this helmet of salvation, this hope that we've been given, is connected to our anticipation of the coming of Jesus Christ. So when the Bible says that you keep the helmet of salvation on, it doesn't just mean that you know you're saved. Of course, that goes without saying. But the word salvation here is a reference to the future tense. Remember, your salvation is past tense, present tense, and future tense. You have been saved from the penalty of sin. You are being saved from the power of sin. And someday, hallelujah, you will be saved from the very presence of sin. Aren't you looking forward to that? Uh, your spirit has been saved, but there's coming a day your body's going to be redeemed. So we're looking forward to the, the fulfillment and to the full realization of all that we have in our salvation. I'll tell you one way to stay victorious today. Keep in mind all day today, Jesus may come today. I'll tell you one way to stay soul conscious and eternity conscious and want to get the gospel to others. Live all day today thinking Jesus may come at any moment. Keep the Word of God in your mind at all times. And let every day be a gospel day. Think today of souls. Think today of eternity, of a real heaven, a real hell. Think today of the judgment seat of Christ. And let today be a day for the gospel. So, we've seen that the Word of God is on our feet. That's advancing. We've seen that the Word of God is in our mind. That's remembering. And then, we have the Word of God in our hand. That's for using. Notice he says in verse 17 of Ephesians 6, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The Roman soldier's sword was between 18 and 24 inches long. That's not very long when you think about it. So we're talking about hand-to-hand -hand combat, up close and personal. May I tell you that this spiritual conflict we're in against the devil and four souls is indeed an up-close and personal battle. It is not fought from a distance. You can't be a spectator in this fight. You can't sit on the sidelines and cheer everybody else on. No, you must be engaged in it yourself. You know, I'm convinced that if we had a clear view of the spiritual conflict we're in and of the souls that are at stake, it would clear up so many other things. I was reading what Martin Lloyd-Jones wrote about the Spanish Civil War, and he said at that particular time there was there was, seemed a, a real crisis, an epidemic of people with psychological issues, mental and emotional problems. But he said when that war came, the war cured lots of that. Now, what do you, how do you explain that? Martin Lloyd-Jones said this. He said the greater needs canceled out the lesser ones. 
they realized there were bigger things to think on, worry about, and deal with, and it fixed so many other things. I'm convinced if we could start thinking about souls in eternity, it would straighten out so much of the petty conflicts that we should not be engaged in at this moment. Let me end with another verse. Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 12. Here's the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The Bible says, For the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. In other words, we're dealing with live ammunition, friends. The sword in your hand today, the Word of God, it's alive. It's powerful. It will do the work if you let it. Oh, my friend, I want to plead with you today. Get in the Word. Let the Word get into you. Let the Word of God and the Gospel consume your thoughts. Get in your mind. Uh, let it be in your hand, ready to give to others. Let it be on your feet, ready to carry everywhere. Arm yourself today, not just for you, but for the sake of all those around you. You have everything you need in Jesus Christ. I believe in the sufficiency of Christ and the sufficiency of the Word of God, the sufficiency of the living Word and the written Word. Take the Word today. Arm yourself and ask the Lord to use you to advance His cause. Remember that the battle is always fiercest just before it is won. Christ is coming and soon the war will be over. Determined to be a good soldier of Jesus Christ. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey. Until then, you may join us online at scottpauley.org or check out the full-length Bible messages on our YouTube channel, Dr. Scott Pauley. It is our prayer that the Lord will equip you for the battle and help you to live in victory today. Mm -hmm.